Now back to the happy hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour. 93.7 Ticket at TicketFM.com. Nicholas Sainert. Rico. What is this? What? I can't bring the show back? Who thought you could talk? <laughs> what is happening? Guess what? I have the buttons. No, I'm just kidding. You're getting distracted by the TV too I, much. 100%. Go ahead. We need to turn it off probably. No, don't do that. I can still talk. We'll just, we'll decide mid-conversation. I might just turn it off. I'll fight you. I feel, like, I feel like I'm out of daycare right now. I am a child. Having to kind of police you. My kids take after me. My wife says that all the time. Speaking of, I like the shirt today. Thank you. I like it a lot. Corn, baby. It's corn. Every time I wear this shirt or Ellie wears hers, she goes, why? She goes, corn doesn't wear sunglasses. And nice I'm job, like, Ellie. I'm like, you're nice right. Job. Great job. You're okay. Right. Um, 402-464-5685, the Honda Vicken Hotline, Starter Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys. Um, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream. Facebook. YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. As Rico said, Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys. Um, all right, so let's dive into Rutgers a little bit, give you guys some numbers. Total offense for Rutgers Scarlet Knights, 18th in the country. Now, Rico, as you were explaining to me during the break, a little skewed. A little skewed. They uh, put up 66 points against Wagner. They played a Temple team that's not very good. Um, so... I don't really know how much to take into stock of there. And it, it, I mean, that happens with a lot of teams is a lot of power five teams is, is the, the smaller schools that you play earlier in the season, or at least it's supposed to, um, they kind of allow your numbers to look a lot better than they might be about halfway mm-hmm. through the halfway through the year. So we'll see um, after this game, after a couple games where, where Rutgers really ranks, but putting up 66 points and, a whole buku amount of yards against Wagner really really helped them kind of stack themselves up there. Yeah, so once again, um, total defense for, for Rutgers all the way up at 18th. They, uh, they allow 4.72 yards per play, to be exact. 282 uh, total yards, so not a whole, whole lot. In comparison, Nebraska actually moved up three spots from last week. Uh, they rank now 124th in the country. They give up almost six full yards per play and give up 469 yards per game, which obviously, say, similar, similarly, the Georgia Southern game where they gave up 672 yards does not hurt, and then the Oklahoma game certainly does not help either. Well, and then even if numbers. you think about the games before that, the the and I don't want to take shots at anybody, but the soft coverage that they were playing on the defensive side of things where they were – allowing receivers to catch the ball, you know, five yards and then try to come up and make the tackle. Like, I, I, I on mm-hmm. some point I understand it, but at the same time, if it keeps happening over and over and over again, maybe come up and, and press somebody. But that that really didn't help out in the yardage. And then, obviously, the the just holes in the run, in the run defense game um, did not help Nebraska at all, considering Northwestern ran all over them. And you can kind of see where, where they're at at this point. So... It's 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 again skewed a little bit, um, but 
it it shouldn't be that bad in the first place. So here's the thing, and obviously Nebraska threw a a, a smaller sample size probably um, in their three losses. So the losses against Northwestern. Oklahoma and Georgia Southern. Obviously, in my opinion, the three better teams that they played. Um, Indiana's probably better than Northwestern um, and Georgia Southern, but, I, I mean, Oklahoma is better than all of them. So, anyway, in the three losses, Nebraska is giving up 7.86 yards per play and 583 yards per game. Whew. Um, in their two wins, now obviously against the lower-level competition, North Dakota and Indiana, they it's changed dramatically. Compared to 7.86 yards per play, they're giving up 4.3. And in turn, total yards per game, Nebraska allows 298 yards per game in their two wins compared to 583 yards per game in their three losses. That is a hell of a difference. 300 yards. Goodness gracious. You're giving, I mean, that's that's the thing. Is Now, obviously... I would want to. I want to say. I mean, giving up 300 yards in a game is a pretty solid defensive effort, and you're giving up 300 yards as a difference between your wins and your losses. Well, and and one thing I will say, like, I hope Nebraska gets to a point this year in in the season, and, and there's another chance for them to take a step forward tonight, in where we can say Nebraska doesn't have to be involved in a shootout to win this game, right? Like, no. think. I mean, going into that Georgia Southern game, we were thinking, all right, Kyle Van Trees is out there. He throws the ball top five um, in terms of how many times he throws the ball in a single game. And he played Nebraska last year, so maybe that gives him a little bit of an upper upper hand. However, Nebraska should not have a problem, and if they get into a shootout, you feel good about Nebraska's defense getting at least one stop. Mm-hmm. They didn't, unfortunately. And so they ended up losing that game. And then we had the same thought going into Indiana last week and two drastically different defensive performances. Mm-hmm. Drastically diff- different. And so... Here we are ahead of the Rutgers game thinking, uh, personally for me, I'm sitting here thinking, all right, well, listen, Nebraska, if they can take another step forward defensively to where they allowed only 71 yards in quarters three and four combined and 76 yards in quarters one, three and four combined, Mm -hmm. then maybe Nebraska can start heading in the right direction to where we can sit here, Rico, and say, Nebraska doesn't have to be involved in a shootout to win a game no. against against a good team, yeah. and you're not pro- you're probably not going to get into a lot of shootouts with these Big Ten West teams, or these shootouts are going to be much lower scoring because the offenses that you're going to be going up against are more run heavy. This Rutgers offense is going to be one of the worst offenses you face all year. I'm pretty confident in saying that. Them mm-hmm. in Iowa probably uh, two of the two of the worst offenses that you'll face all year. So. Being able to stack a defensive performance on top of what you did last week against Indiana, not only is it going to be critical, obviously, to get the win, but it should be kind of expected against an offense that is struggling as heavily as this Rutgers team is. Yes, they run the ball, and that's kind of been, you know... Outside of last week, that's been your weakness. Your your probably your weakest part of your defense is the run defense, and that's exactly what Rutgers is going to want to do: is run the ball and pound the rock. But again, like I said, the 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 defensive effort that you put up against Indiana and the ability to to stack that on top of um, this game is something that you really need to build upon and just use the momentum from playing the Hoosiers to to head up to Piscataway and and try to shut down a pedestrian Rutgers offense again they, they haven't really played anybody of note outside of Ohio State and when they played Ohio State 
as it was expected, they got shut down, although their rush offense looked a little bit better in the fourth quarter. I don't know about Mm -hmm. the whole second half, but in the fourth quarter, they looked a little bit better. But you also have to take into account Ohio State was probably playing a bunch of backups. Rutgers, speaking of total offense here, as Rico said, pedestrian at best, they're 106th in the country in total offense. That's Rutgers. Um, they have 850 total rushing yards this season, 806 total passing yards, so a little bit more run heavy, um, and that's kind of understandable when you don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball around. Um, Simon is their quarterback. I'm blanking on his first name. But Simon's their quarterback, has four touchdown passes and three picks this season. They're rotating like two or three quarterbacks. Ooh, yeah, we'll see what happens if Noah Vedrill is able to play tonight, if he's able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, so they're averaging total offense. Rutgers ranks 106th in the country. They average five exactly on the dot, five yards per play. Um, 331 total yards per game. Nebraska's total offense sits at 47th. And just to kind of give you um, a, a, a comparison here, they average, let's see, what is it, 6.92 yards per play, and which is good for 437 total yards per game. So mm. a little bit of a drastic difference when you stack those up, right, an extra 1.92 yards per play. Um, so if you want to round it up, just an extra two yards per play. There's an opportunity here. That Nebraska, if they shut down Rutgers' running game, I have no problem saying that Nebraska is going to win this game comfortably. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can but see. It, it, well, falls, it falls in the linebacker up, play again. Well, yeah, if they get up big, it's going to be hard for Rutgers to to make any sort of comeback because mm-hmm. their their passing offense is struggling. Like you said, their quarterback only has four touchdowns and three interceptions on the season. They don't pass the ball a lot. They don't want to pass the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you get up early, if you get up by two touchdowns early, and you're finding out a way to shut down the run game and forcing them into pass, I mean, I, I would feel extremely comfortable with that with that situation, uh, considering how well the corner the corners and the safeties and just the, the secondary play was last week against a team that that wants to and is pretty successful at passing the ball. If you if you win the opening toss, Rico, what are you going with? I'm kicking it. Okay. Or, I'm, well, I'm curious. Defer, defer, I guess. Yeah, I, I know what you meant. I know yeah. what you meant. Um I, I'm curious because Nebraska's so Nebraska's total offense is obviously the better of the two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've scored on their first drive of the game. That's where I'm asked. That's why I'm well, asking. The first drive of a half, like six of however many times or, or whatever. That's it is. that's why I'm asking. So here's here's uh, just an example. Nebraska in their one road game, basically, obviously it was the neutral site game in Ireland, um, and which seems like forever ago. <laughs> um, they they had. 465 yards of offense. They average 7.37 yards per play. I sit like here's the thing, Rico. When we say that number, 7.37 yards per play. That's wild. That is so much. How did you lose that game? How do you lose? You couldn't stop them. <laughs> you couldn't stop them in a little, a couple bad decisions. Yeah, including the onside kick. Obviously, Goodness gracious. But like I sit here and I look at these numbers. Guys, do you want thicker? Fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. 
Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a US licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. 7.37 yards per play for Nebraska in road game or in, in a road slash neutral site game. Hopefully Nebraska does not have any issues moving the football on a Rutgers defense. Now, like you said, the numbers are skewed, so we're going to learn a little bit about Rutgers' defense tonight. But I think there's enough confidence because we have we have enough sample size, a big enough sample size of Nebraska's offense to say, all right, Anthony Grant, they're okay with running the ball, giving him the ball 30 times in a game or 25 times in a game, even if it's not working out perfectly. Um, Gabe Irvin is a competent backup with A.J. Allen being out for the year. Jack Kezian's a capable third string. Um, things like that. Trey Palmer got added to the Blitnikoff this week. I mean, there's they have the guys on the offense, offensive side of the ball. They just need to figure out that offensive line. And we know that Brant Banks and oh, I'm blanking on it, Hunter Anthony. No, Hunter Anthony and Bryce Benhart. Bro, thank you. Hunter Anthony and Bryce Benhart are going to be rotating at that right tackle position. Mm-hmm. And Would you be surprised? Now, this is something that I, I know the coaches didn't mention, and it's probably just me looking into things. Brant Banks played really well mm-hmm. at left tackle. Do you think there's any chance? I guess I'll ask everybody. I mean, it, would you like to see it, I guess? 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sardar Heyman text line. Is there any chance that Brant Banks and Turner Corker, and if, if, if somebody's struggling, if there's any rotation at that tackle spot as well? I don't know. I, I, it's so hard right now. Because Brant's the backup it just is, on the is, left yeah. side, left tackle and left guard. It's so tough when you talk about replacing a left tackle – it's very important. Yeah, it's the most important position on the on the offensive line because it, it protects your quarterback's blind side. Um, but he played really. I mean, after Corcoran got kicked the, out, it's not like Corcoran's been playing terrible. No, phenomenal. Well, he's not playing phenomenal. He's no. not playing terrible either. I mean, Casey Thompson's been sacked quite a few times already yeah. in the in the season. I feel like and, a lot and now of it's he's come from the middle though. Yes, um, Casey Thompson also. I mean. He's been dealing with some injuries. Like yeah. he got popped in the jaw last week. He got he has had some Shoulder AC singer. problems. He's had some calf problems. Like he is beaten up, mm-hmm. and that's where Nebraska needs to find once again the key to the key to success. I suppose run the football. You got to establish a running game and a, and, a, and a strong running game here if you're in Nebraska because you cannot allow Casey Thompson to sit in the pocket and, and just get. Knocked down time and time again. You got to go run game, quick passes until the safeties come up, and then you try to you know take your shot downfield. I mean, they're going they're going to take their shots downfield. They yeah. they've been attempting it every single game. It worked out really well uh, against Indiana with with the Trey Palmer throw and catch and, and touchdown. So they're going to take their shots downfield. But I agree with you. Once you establish that run game, and once they're able to mm-hmm. get Anthony Grant and and Gabe Irvin and whoever else rolling. You bring those safeties up, then you can take those chances down the field. But for the most part, if I'm the coaching staff, and I'm not, and is you know there's a what? reason, no way, there's, there's a reason, I'm getting the ball out of out of Casey Thompson's hands as fast as I possibly can on any pass play. Tyler, I asks, don't, I don't want him anywhere close to being hit. Tyler asked this on the text line once again. Want to hear from you guys? Four zero two four six four five six eight five. With where we're at this year, I feel like you have to give some other guys a shot at most positions. 
I, I don't know. I look at the offense, uh, offensive side of the ball, and I, I think, you know, where do you need to change? Like, offensive line is so beaten and battered that it's like, how much better can you get at the offensive line than what you have right now? Mm-hmm. I, I truly don't know. And it's like, if you're going to make changes, and whether it's it's you're getting the same kind of production or um, you even take a step back, I, I don't see those as purposeful changes, right? And, and and changes that will actually help you out. Yeah, and we've talked about it before. You need continuity on the offensive yeah. line. You can't just keep throwing people in and out willy-nilly because you need to be able to trust the guy to your left, to trust the guy to your right, you know, unless you're a tackle and there's nobody on the other side of you. But you have to be able to trust the guy next to you that he knows exactly what you're going to do. You know what he's going to do. You know who you're going to block. It's like also a comfort because, thing. Yeah, because if you bring somebody new in and they're, you know, just half a second off, Casey Thompson's getting hit in the backfield. Yeah. you got to be able to know exactly what the person next to you is doing, and that comes from playing reps together, playing over and over and over and over, mm-hmm. practicing with each other. And if you're a if you're a backup offensive lineman and you haven't gotten that much reps with the first team, throwing somebody in there just for the heck of it in the middle of a game is, is could be disastrous for your quarterback's health. Mm-hmm. So... I understand, you know, everybody's jobs are, are up for grab, especially with how the season has gone. But after last week, the offensive performance was was pretty good in the second half. The first half and the second half, there were lapses uh, in between there. But for the most part, it was a pretty solid offensive effort. And I think you keep things together unless things go off the rails again. I think right now what they have is is working. Tyler, and I know it's one yeah, game, no, no, no. but still. Tyler adds this, and it's a very interesting conversation. Though You can't get better unless you try something else. They've proven to not be great. Those guys need to practice with each other and will help with continuity. I see what you're saying, Tyler. I also, I mean, like, it's a very hard dis- discussion or, or very hard decision to make because as it stands right now, Nebraska's Nebraska controls their own destiny mm-hmm. as it stands right now, right? And it's so hard because I see where Tyler's coming from, and I agree with him on the idea of why are you not always trying to get better? Why is there not always you – know, I understand that. I mean, that was my feeling after the bye. Remember I told exactly. you in the bye week I was exactly. expecting massive changes on the offensive line. There really wasn't anything, and I was surprised. I was, I was, in, uh, I was in Tyler's shoes. I was saying the same thing, but I mean – if this is if this is who the coaching staff feels comfortable with doing whatever plays they decide to do and and somebody on the YouTube um who is it Jim Phillips adds that's why they added the rollout is to yeah. get Casey out of the pocket to give him more time to throw the ball you know I I I understand it and I mean it's just I mean we're going to have to roll yeah, with I, it. I, I yeah I think the worst part is that either way um either way wh- whoever is out there on the offensive line is just not going to provide Casey with enough time that or as as amount as much as time as you know, Nebraska fans would would like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but as bad as this is to say, I mean, and as weird as it feels to admit, Nebraska controls their own destiny right now. Right? There's there's all these Big Ten West opponents in front of them, and Nebraska has an opportunity to do something cr- kind of crazy. Um, and, and I agree with you, Tyler. I see both. He says I see both sides, and I'm right there with you. I think it's t- a very very hard conversation, a very hard decision to make. Because, man, it's just you don't want to take somebody out and regress and then put that guy back in. and Because then you just kind of look – I don't want to say like look like a fool, but you look like you're just kind of grasping at straws and hoping something sticks to the wall sort of. So, um, I mean, Ben Hart and, and, and uh, Hunter Anthony, you know, playing 
almost the same amount of snaps against yeah, Indiana. Half and half. You know, there were there were some lapses from both of them. There was some good play from both of them. So it's uh, Mickey Joseph said, "It's football. You're going to make mistakes." Chase B asked this. We'll, we'll address this before we get to our final break. Okay. Um, would you guys want to see a short pass game that isn't just throwing it to our tight ends? I want to I, see. I, the I, I was going to say. I want to see the tight I, ends I, more. I, I'm, I'm going to flip it. I'm I'm going to say that I want to see Travis Vokalek more. He was targeted three or four times against Indiana. He had one catch. He had two drops. Mm-hmm. One of them he got nailed, uh, and I believe one of them he just the the pass was missed. But he had one catch. That, that's where I'm at. Is is incorporate the tight ends more? Yeah. Right. Get Borkatcher more involved. Get Brewington more involved. Yeah, especially Brewington. Especially Brewington in the past. He game. doesn't have enough targets or catches to my liking. No. No. I mean, we we look at Brewington. Last year, especially as like this guy that would come in at the goal line and absolutely lay somebody out, and that was great. But then you realize that he is actually capable of catching passes, well, and and people- Vokalek is one of your tallest dudes out there, and you're not incorporating him as as much as you might you, you should with it, with think- a, a, an easy pass down the seam. It opens up so much, and it forces the linebackers not to creep up to the line. If you continue to run the ball and then decide not to incorporate your tight ends, you can't run those same packages and then incorporate your tight ends because the linebackers are not going to be up against the line, if that makes sense, right? And something else in the pass catching for Brewington, people forget he was a wide receiver when he got here. Mm-hmm. They moved him to tight end. Yeah, that's so he's got hands. He can run routes. He he's got all that. He's got that physical tenacity to him. He as does. Well. He's he's a he's a matchup nightmare. Yeah, because he's big. He's bigger than a lot of corners, but he's faster than a lot of linebackers. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and get to break. When we come back, um, unnamed texter actually asked this. They did incorporate him. He's been hurt since Northwestern. I would add that he's played also since Oklahoma. He missed two games. Mm-hmm. He played in the Oklahoma game. He didn't really. He had a. I don't remember what he did against Oklahoma, but I know against Indiana, he was targeted a couple times. He only had one catch. He's in the game, and I understand that he might still be injured. He's in the game. You got to use him. He's a massive target. And you saw what he was able to do against Northwestern. The dude was. Before he got hurt, he was damn near unstoppable. He has seven catches this year. He had five catches in the opener against Northwestern for 63 yards. He was great. In Oklahoma, he had one catch for two yards. In Indiana, he had one catch for 11 yards. Yep. He needs to be used more. um, So just because he's out there, I would not consider that incorporating him. Mickey Joseph talked about how he's really good in the run game, but Mm -hmm. that I believe he also said that they want to get him more involved in the pass game as well. So... And everything that the staff has said that they want to do, they've done it. Yeah. So I would expect it. Mm-hmm. And and as DP said today on, on the drive with AD and Raph, um, that this is a matchup nightmare. A couple of Nebraska's tight ends, Brewington and Vokalek, are matchup nightmares for pretty much anybody, but especially Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So and remember, we'll, we'll see what they do. Vokalek came from Rutgers. He's a transfer mm-hmm. from Rutgers. So. There you go. A little bit of a personal game. We'll see. Nah. All right, let's go ahead and get to our final timeout. We'll bring Nathan, uh, Nate in for the spill or the crossover, I should say, uh, coming up next. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.